You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Is this her second surprise album of, of the year? Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. Right? Yep. yep. She had Folklore and then impressive. Evermore is this one. Yep, Evermore is this one, and wow, from what that? I understand, it's basically just Folklore. It's basically <laughs> it's the sister album to Folklore. She just wrote so many songs that she's like, oh, might as well release the second like, album Fuck it, let's r- let them rip, so... What are the chances that uh, when Anderson finally does procreate, the two kids are folklore and evermore? Pretty, pretty, pretty close. Uh, no, so it'll be Taylor folklore and uh, Swift evermore. <laughs> Swift evermore is a great fantasy football name for next year. Save Ooh, that. Put that call. one aside. I like that. All right, I well, it was good talking to you guys a... as always. Yeah, it's um, a pleasure, Mutt. Uh, yeah, well, until yeah. next week. <laughs> Mm. Oh, at least he, at least at least he announced his at least he announced his exit this time. That's true. <laughs> oh, let's uh, we all we get that. Has we, gotten we, so good at the Irish goodbye. That, that is part of the open. That's uh, all in real life. Well, we used to be able to go out. What was that? <laughs> be able to go out and actually do that. Previously on Club Dub. I'll take it, Dad. It's been a while. So I'll t- a one and two. That's you like the new three and zero. Oh. The government out there, John. I mean, about the California government. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't want you playing games out there. No like, games, Irish. It's staring at me. No, I. Well, oh, do you like the under there? I, I think By it's way. better than picking Bears minus three. Well, I started with the under, and it's just. I mean, the, the world is just. The like, world is under right now. So we're betting the Bears, and we're betting Mike Zimmer. <laughs> okay, that's what we've come to on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. okay. That's where you are, folks. When, when I'm gone, gone you're, you're gonna, gonna miss, miss me when, when I'm gone. gone. You're gonna miss me by my hair. You're gonna miss me everywhere. Oh, you're sure gonna miss me when I'm gone. Of course, Mutt, this is the part where you leave us because, you know, the, the, the meat of the show. Mm-hmm. Mutt, are you leave? That's legendary. <laughs> well, we did not miss Mutt when he's gone because, you know what, Mutt? Karma's a bitch. If you want an Irish goodbye us every week, then uh, you can go ahead and take, your, take your, uh, your little one and two. Stick a roll, roll it sideways, Shime, and do what with it? Uh, you want to shine it up real nice, turn it sideways, stick it straight up your bum bum. Yep. So uh, if, it me- if it means the podcast goes over 500, I'll hang up early again today. That's Five true. Four, you know what? We'll Fair take enough. it. It's a kick we'll in the ass. It. I'll take it. I'm a team player. Team player. Yep. And so we'll uh, let, let's get into Mutt's picks from last week. We'll get it out of the way because I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to relish in this in this too much. Oh, that's the open. Sorry. That's the wrong thing, John. Okay, Carmen, oh, I mentioned Buffalo and the 49ers. Right now it's the Buffalo Bills, but is a one-point favorite. I just hesitate because I don't I don't trust the Chicago team at all. I don't either, but you know who I trust less? The Lions. So I want the over 46 and a half, hoping that Peterson actually decides to wake up and coach this game and sit Jalen Hurts' ass down on the bench, play Carson Wentz, and get out of the way. That's like Shine picking Raiders level audio there at the end. Yikes. Missed the over under by a half a point, Mutt. And, and How does call, that feel? Called for the benching of the backup 16, quarterback. Your final. Thirty <laughs> to sixteen. And the line was forty six and a half. You hate to see it. <laughs> oh, I thought we had turned a corner. I thought we'd felt good. We got some momentum going, and then that game landed a half point short. Things were thrown. Words were said. And uh yeah, not good. Between that and the Bears too. game, Mutt, you were not feeling good on Sunday. That was a tough start. Uh, I was not. No, no, no. I was man enough to come back on Monday and make sure I get my Buffalo bed in. So we salvaged some of the weekend. But I mean, that could have, I mean, could have, should have, would have. As you texted Chime to us 
Trabiscuits, I think is what you yep. call them in Trubiscuits. our <laughs> Trubiscuits played well in that game for a while. His defense sucked. I, defense I, you know what? I'm going to say could have, should have, would have been 3-0. Could have, yeah. should have, would have had a 3-0 week. That's you know what? Close. When you're right, you're right. I even picked – I was – so Mutt talked me into Mitch Trubisky versus the, the Detroit Lions to the point where I Sorry. then picked them on Shime's free money on Friday. The only game of the week I got wrong. Brutal. Brutal, but uh, also part of that is that you you called for the benching of the backup quarterback before he was even named <laughs> the starter, and it turned out that was the thing that made that made this game even close to going over was Jalen Hurts' insertion into uh, into the lineup. But this brings uh, upon another storyline of the season as the as the NFC East story plot only thickens is that Jalen Hurts is now the starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles who will Good. take a sixty million dollar cap hit. Next year, Carson Wentz is not on their roster, so, so the most expensive backup in NFL history, possibly. But looking at the NFC East here, guys, uh, with the move at QB for the Eagles, might be a little little too late for them. But I want I want to get your guys' best pick for uh, the NFC East to win the division. Right now, the Giants are favored at minus one forty three, Washington at plus one fifty in second, and then Philly at distant third. Plus fourteen hundred. What are we thinking? Uh, I lean Giants. I I like the makeup of the Giants team. Um, Oddly enough, without Saquon Barkley, I think you know our whole Ewing theory with running backs is a thing. When you mm-hmm. take out the stud running back, they kind of do a lot of other things better. The defense for the Giants has been playing very, very well. The pass yep. defense has been good all year, and now the rush defense is finally starting to come together as well. Um, I love Darius Slayton. I think if Daniel Jones is healthy, I mean, look at they beat the Seahawks with Colt McCoy. Um, I think that I think the Giants are. As legit as an AFC East team can be. Now, did I do I think they're going to win the Super Bowl? No. Do I think they're probably going to win the division? Yes. That's my pick. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the Giants. Mutt? I'm going to be on Washington here, and it's close, but it, especially given the fact that the I think the Redskins are 0-2 uh, against the Giants in those two yeah. games. That probably yeah. could come back to – I'm sorry, Washington football team. Uh, that could come back to hurt them. But the one thing they have, a legit, legit front seven. Like yeah, Chase Young do. and company, they, they get after every quarterback – uh, they're really underrated. I love the Alex Smith story, obviously. It just because the odd. I, I think it's gonna get close. But if I can get plus one fifty versus the almost minus one fifty, the Giants are. Uh, I think they can win those last two games at least against Carolina and Philadelphia. If they get to seven, and what is they? What do they get them to? Uh, what seven and nine? Might that be enough? Maybe it's gonna it be close. Be. Maybe again, give me, it's gonna be tough with the, the Washington Gi- football team plus one fifty. Yeah, the the division record and the head to head record kind of throws this one for a loop here because they're they're both five and seven right now. But the Giants have to play the Cardinals, Browns, Ravens, and Cowboys. Not That's to win loss it. Not to win loss it, guys. Yeah. But one loss, 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 win. <laughs> yeah, good job, Francesca. <laughs> True. One and three. Yeah, so I think we're all so G- Giants look like the favorite there, but Washington definitely the outside chance. All right, let's go. Let's go to Shimes' uh, little tussle last week. Giants and the Seahawks this week. Oh. Taking the Giants, getting ten. Kansas City at home for the Denver Broncos. Bold. I'm gonna take the under fifty-two in Jacksonville, Minnesota. I think Minnesota just kind of rolls this game. Snuck away with that Jacksonville, Minnesota pick, um, thankfully, and. Uh, it was it was so brutal for me too because I didn't want that game to go to OT because I was very afraid that they were going to score touchdowns. There was an opportunity for two field goals, one by each team, 
uh, in the waning seconds of the fourth quarter. Both kickers missed because kickers suck, um, but ended up getting the under anyways at 51, so I was pumped about that. The Giants pick, anti-Pete Carroll pick. That's all it is. It's The Seahawks offense is not what it was the first eight weeks of this season. Um, things are changing for the Seattle Seahawks right now. I'm not confident in the Seattle Seahawks at all anymore. Um, and, and so that Giants pick paid off. They even won outright. So if you if you took the Giants plus 10 and then even sprinkled a little money line, you were you were just thrilled all day Sunday. Uh, and then the Chiefs, I, I think, just underperformed against the division rival. It's a wacky division game. It happens. They still won, but 13 and a half just didn't, didn't even come close. The Minnesota win makes the plot thicken as well because – the NFC playoff race is basically down to eight teams at this point, barring some sort of unforeseen. Uh, you know, the the Bears started the 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 season five and one. Now they've lost what six in a row. If they were to like somehow win win out, for example, like that would put the Bears back in it. Same with the Niners; they're five and seven. The Lions, but at this point, it's basically just the Vikings and the Buccaneers and the Cardinals duking it out for the six and the seven seed. And the Vikings and the Buccaneers play each other this week, actually. So that could nice. be. I don't it's know. It's gonna be a great game. Out of those, out of those three, who do you guys think makes it? Out of those three, I lean. I don't. I don't. I want to say Tampa Bay. I do. I'm rooting yeah. for. I mean, I'm rooting for Tampa and Arizona. Okay, I'm rooting for Brady to get in and Kyler Murray to get in. I want those two teams in. I don't want. Uh, Mike Zimmer in. I don't need to to see that in the postseason. But we the know that's going to Kirk is Mike Zimmer. Tampa, Arizona. Mike Zimmer, I'm so, for those two. so they haven't, looking ahead, I don't think anybody picked this, so we can hit on it now. This Vikings, I think it's a six and a half point spread in the Buccaneers' favor at the Buccaneers. The Outdoor on the road this season for Mike Zimmer has not been a thing. He's like 2 and 0. Oh. I believe he's 2 and 1, but he covered in the loss against Seattle. Yeah, it's, it's weird. I don't, I, I think it's just, I have this weird feeling that Minnesota is just this team that's going to get hot at the end of the year and they're going to kind of get their way into the playoffs. I think. They, they're not a terrible team. Their defense is not good, but that offense, man, between Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, and, and Justin Jefferson is vicious. And the way Kirk Cousins has played since his, I want to say it was like week seven bye or something like that, he has like a 120 passer rating mm -hmm. since that bye week and has been playing like MVP level numbers uh, for that half of the, for this half of the season, but um, so I, I just I have a feeling it's going to be Tampa Bay, Minnesota, and Arizona is going to miss out because I think they have a couple bad losses. I think they have the opportunity to lose a couple more bad games down the road here, um, and and so I, I I think I have to lean Tampa Bay and Minnesota there. All right, let's go to my week. First pick for me: Colts, Houston over fifty one, but I do like Washington to cover the eight and a half point spread at Pittsburgh. The Patriots plus one is sort of an insulting line for Bill Belichick. So Houston and Indy was close. That one got to 46. Got to 46 with the entire fourth quarter left. And then just and too Sean many. Watson's on the four-yard line yeah. and fumbles the snap. Just too many red zone issues for both teams. Just sort of uh, tanked that uh, the chance of that one going over. And then as far as Washington goes, I got that line before. that. What was that by kickoff, Sean? Like five? Yeah, I think it's so. only plus five. I got it at eight and a half when I said it on yeah. here, so not that it would have mattered anyway. But um, no, I'll get you locked it in there. No, you say it here; it's locked in. That's well, I mean. no, no, no. I, I just mean like you know they won, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, it was they, outright win. The five if, didn't matter. If you took the Giants plus ten, Washington plus eight and a half, and then just sprinkled just a smidge on the money line on both of those games, you were dancing mm -hmm. all weekend. And then according to the analytics after this week, uh. 
Bill Belichick is now a better coach than Anthony Lynn, and all three of us nailed that. We harped on the coaching. We harped on the coaching disparity between the Chargers and the Patriots, and maybe we didn't oversell it as much as we should have, but I think the final score of that game sort of shows you. I'm going to uh, repeat, repeat a phrase we, we had earlier in the uh, in the show here, and now football outsiders can take those coach rankings, shine them up real, real nice, turn them sideways, stick them square up their bum bum, because those <laughs> rankings are trash. There is no coach ranking. I don't care what your analytics say. Mike McCarthy is not number two in anything but standing in line at the buffet behind Andy Reid. That's it. That's the only thing. It, no op- And Adam Gates should never be in the top five of anything having to do with coaches ever. I don't care what your numbers say. I love analytics. Those analytics are embarrassing. Take them and shove them. I like the idea that it's like it's well, it's a flowchart thing, right? If if like if if your coach if your coach rankings have Mike McCarthy in the top two, and it's like yes, and you go to them, they should be shoved up a bum bum. Like that's uh, that's exactly what happens. It's a flowchart. That's how it works for this. And uh, yeah, I don't I ignore those pretty much. Who hates football? uh, Those guys, Andy Hart. Yes, he does. Not even follow those guys. Yeah, he actually. I like football outsiders. I like their DVOA stuff. So I. Follow them for that, but I would say the coaching rankings of McCarthy's top two and Gase's top five, that's an issue. Andy and I argue a lot about analytics because I am definitely, I love analytics, but these guys make us guys who try and use analytics for good look bad. Um, so I am, I just, I'm not a fan of that. Mm-hmm. So the this week the Patriots have to uh, stay in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And go back to the campus that was like a mile from the stadium, UCLA, yep. and then go right back yep. to the to the the stadium and play on the same field again. But they are facing the LA Rams, and if you guys don't mind, I would like to see the floor to myself here because I picked the Patriots oh. last week to beat the Rams, and I actually have the Patriots winning out for the rest of the season and making the playoffs. Uh, and it Hot starts tonight. Take. I like the Patriots. What are we at, Shime? Five? Five. The number five right now is five. Spread. It's moved a little bit. but Five-point five. spread at the L.A. Rams. And this is something uh, Tom Curran harped on this with, with us a little bit, Shime, earlier this week. When I say with us, I mean with the hosts of the show that we produce. Uh, <laughs> 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 about about the certain matchups uh, that go into this game. He, he talked a lot about the wide receivers and the corners, and I'm going to get a little X's and O's here. But the way that the Patriots have been able to shut down Aaron Donald, most notably in the Super Bowl, I think a lot of what it comes down to is that they use the, even though I know it's a different def- defensive coordinator now, but they, they still use elements of Wade Phillips's scheme. Because So you have a 3-4. Typically your, D, your D linemen are one gap in 3-4, but Wade Phillips for some reason does the opposite way, and he always did them two gap. And so Aaron Donald, I, I, that basically just opens him up to do whatever the hell he wants. And I think the Patriots are just able to corral Aaron Donald in ways that other teams have not, mainly because their interior offensive line is so strong. It, David Andrews does a tremendous job. You watch that Super Bowl uh, just a couple years ago. He does a tremendous job of directing traffic and understanding how to put Aaron Donald out of the play. That's why my big thing with this game tonight is whatever the Damian Harris rushing prop is, Go over. Mm-hmm. I, I think on DraftKings, I want to say it's like 58.5 or 48.5. Hit the over. Damian Harris is going to have a ton of yards. They are going to run right at Aaron Donald. That's the thing about Belichick is he sees a strong defensive lineman, a guy like J.J. Watt, a guy like Jadavian Clowney. Doesn't matter. You want to know what he's going to do? He's going to scheme it up so he can run right at you because he doesn't care. You can pass rush all you want. But if I'm going to run it at you, you can't you can't get my quarterback at that point. And that's what he does. That's what he did with Michelle in the Super Bowl. That's what he's going to do tonight. Damian Harris is going to shred this LA Rams team. So I think I think it's going to be somewhere in the 20s for points for the Patriots, but I do like what the Patriots have to offer defensively against the Rams as well. So four and a half, five, 
whatever it comes down to by tonight. I think it's another insulting, insulting uh, spread against Bill Belichick. So I like the I like the Rams uh, plus five, or sorry, the Patriots plus five at the LA Rams. Mutt, any notes on that? I probably lean that way, but it's not a game that I'll be betting uh, extensively. I will mention for for DFS stuff, they have obviously the one game uh, showdown slates. I don't, don't expect Cam Newton to go nuts running the football. No. The Rams defense has allowed just 15.1 yards per game rushing to quarterbacks. They face Kyler, they face Russ, they face Daniel Jones, they face Wentz, they faced a bunch of running quarterbacks. They don't allow them to run. I thought the guy shined tonight. Now I'm, we'll talk after the podcast. I thought James White could be in for a good night tonight because if they get if they trail by you know seven ten points here, here comes James White to try to suck up the Rams' pass rush and run some screens with James White. I thought he was the guy. You're leaning Damian Harris, so you and I have to get some text messages going here because I was going to captain James White on some showdown teams tonight. Now so I'm to talk to you. In, in those showdown teams, I actually like all of the running backs on the field. Like I like James White. I like Damian Harris. I like Cam Akers because I don't think Jared Goss is going to be able to throw for a lot of yards here. Um, so I, I kind of like the only receiver I really like at all. I kind of like Robert Woods because he love they love to scheme him up in screens a lot of the time and get him yards yep. after the catch. And I kind of think that that will help him because he'll get a lot of catches. Um, the yards may or may not be there because the Patriots are a great tackling team. Um, but I, I think he'll get more opportunity than a guy like Cooper Cup. Um, so for me, those guys you want to target are Cam Akers has been getting a lot of touches. Uh, and yep. then the James Whites, Damian Harris, and Robert Woods are like the four guys I would focus on. And the defenses, I think, low key could be really good plays, especially the Patriots defense. I I expect them to get another interception tonight. They have been very very good here down the stretch lately. Um, whether it's J.C. Jackson or Devin McCourty, uh, I, I do I think they're going to get a defensive touchdown or a special teams touchdown? Probably not. Do I think they could pick off Goff once or twice? Definitely. And my other two picks, I'm sort of combining into one, and it is my NFC beast pick. The Giants and the Washington football team are both trending up, going up against teams that are trending down, one of which, the 49ers, trending down at quite the uh, quite the rate that is higher than the normal trend down, such as the Cardinals right now. The Cardinals are at, what, 6-6? Six and six, mm-hmm. And Kyler Murray is clearly playing hurt. Something isn't working offensively. Uh, I think Daniel Jones coming back off an injury and that game being at home will will favor the Giants one and a half point underdogs in that. But then Washington, um, did I just come? Did I just say San Francisco was playing New York? I may have ignore that. I, I think New York, games Arizona. Here, John. But, I was I was going to say out of your way because you've had a really good podcast so far. And you <laughs> last week, but I, I think you can buy some games if you go to the Cardinals game. Uh, if you say that go. for last, then I can go because I know I think you guys are on different teams there. So go ahead. No, I remember what I was saying. Is because I went to San Francisco oh. and then uh, and then I drew a comparison between San Francisco and Arizona and then went to Washington. But I had started with or New York and I had started with Washington. So I've I have now found oh, myself. Okay, uh, go ahead. <laughs> write a song about it, Chime. Okay, John okay. finds self on podcast. So ooh, that might be on Taylor Swift's album tonight. Maybe it <laughs> is. Let know. <laughs> uh, Washington at San Francisco is a nightmare. I don't know. I don't see how the how Washington is. M- plus three three-point underdogs in this just because it's on the road, I guess. It, it, but it's in Arizona, so does that count? Do the gambling people, when you are playing at another team but at a neutral site, do they get the three points? I No, so, they well, so I don't even think you get three points no. in general this year because, uh, like, because road, teams, road teams are unfazed. I want to say I saw um, somebody tweet this out. Road teams this year are, like, 96, 90, and 1. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not, like... They're not losing a lot. 
yeah. because there's no home field advantage because there's no fans in the crowd. So I, regardless if they're playing in San Francisco or Arizona, I don't think it really matters. All right, so three-point dogs, and you saw what Nick Mullins tried to do against Buffalo last week, and that was, you know, that that's the epitome of, like, not a great defense, but their coach is always going to put them in successful positions, sort of like Belichick when the Patriots have had bad defenses uh, with McDermott there in Buffalo, except Washington's defense is actually just good. They've got, like we said like we said earlier, monster front seven. I think they're going to give Mullins a lot of problems. Three-point underdogs is, I, I, I mean, I take them outright, to be honest, but I'll take I'll take Washington Ooh. at a plus three at the 49ers. Shime? Uh, no, I already, that was both of them. No, you yeah, t- I don't, give your you final pick, Arizona which leads in the mutt, because I believe you guys are going to be head-to-head. Oh, I already said it, but whatever. Uh, I've got the Giants one-and-a-half-point favorites versus the Cardinals. They're underdogs, okay. one-and-a-half-point so underdogs. I'll start there, because we're, we're One-and-a-half-point underdogs against the Cardinals. I got confused. Yes, they are. Uh, they're currently underdogs. This Actually, line, this moved to two opened. and a five. Yes, it's up to two and a half. Okay, yep. so uh, I I would have I probably go up to three here. So I'm still going to be with the Cardinals. Uh, I liked it at one and a half. I, I don't like it as much at two and a half. But you just mentioned the home the home field thing. So there's no home field this year in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, there'll be no fans there in New York, so it really doesn't matter. Unless and you're in Texas. Even if it did matter, what's that? So unless you're in Texas. Jerry World's now filled. They can get some fans in. <laughs> well, we know we know in New York, given their given their political leanings, John, they're not going to be any fans <laughs> in that uh, stadium until sometime in 2022. Yeah, it's political uh, teams at MetLife Stadium as road teams are 49, 34, and two for a 59 percent winning percentage against the spread <clears throat> uh, lifetime there in New York. On top of that, thanks to Action Network and our buddy Rat Freeman, Cardinals under Cliff Kingsbury, who's a good looking coach, eight four and two on the road. Uh, 26% ROI. You are buying high on the Giants because they beat the Seahawks last week. You're buying low on Arizona because everyone thinks they're broken. Larry Fitz, maybe he comes back off the COVID list, helps them out in the middle of the field. Give me the Arizona Cardinals laying two and a half points here at New York. And I think the game is going to get a lot of people tripped up because Shime, they saw people last week. They saw the Giants play well. They want to bet the Giants again as an underdog. I think it's a bad spot for them. I uh, really do. I think my one issue is, is, is Kyler Murray healthy? He doesn't look it. He looks like he's hurt. Uh, they are not the the Arizona Cardinals are just not in rhythm right now. I don't know what it is about them. I I think it's a Kyler Murray injury. I'm not really sure what's going on. I love this Giants team. I don't know why. I was t- my buddy is a huge wow. Giants fan, and he is uh, thrilled that somebody is supporting him in this. Uh, I'm just I'm big fans of that team. I don't know why. I mean, they have good skill position players. Offensive line has gotten better. Yeah, uh, defense has gotten I, better as the season's gone on. And, well coached. And it's the whole no. I don't I don't know what it is. This team just is more balanced without Saquon Barkley. As weird as that is, um, and the past past defense is just so good. Um, Bradbury is one of the better cornerbacks in football right now. I don't know how that Un- happened. That extremely just underrated. He right? was so bad in Carolina. He was terrible. And, and then and Gettleman just was like, oh, I drafted that dude, so now I have to pay him a shitload of money, and then it, it worked. And he's, it worked. he's, he's playing very well. Um, so for me, it's just a weird spot. This is probably a game I stay away from just because that line is so close. I think it could go either way. Um, but, I, I, you know, I, I, so I'm not, I can't side with either one of you here. I got, I'm going to seed myself out of this conversation. Ordway Shine. Well, maybe okay. maybe the best game of the weekend will be Sunday night. Buffalo and Pittsburgh. Definitely. Bills are a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home against the uh, Steelers. And you, know, you talk about teams that are broken. They're going to get James Conner back, but there's something going on with that Pittsburgh offense right now. They don't quite know what they want to be. Their, their DNA says, let's run the football. What are we? Their, their offense coordinator says, let's get in shotgun and throw, throw, throw. Uh, De- Deontay Johnson is put up good numbers, but his drops the last couple of games have been 
horrendous. If you fa- rostered him in DFS, you probably should be missing. You're missing like 20 points you could have gotten if you catch the ball. The Bills are a better team. They're laying less than a field goal at home. I'm going to take Josh Allen, the Bills, minus 2.5. And, and then finally, Chime, you can uh, add whatever you want to this because I believe we're going to be holding hands on this pick. Sure are. Give me the Packers, minus 7.5 against the Lions. The Lions are the worst DVOA team in the NFL defensively. They can't stop anybody. This, uh, this line should be 10. It's 7.5 because they found a way to upset the Bears last week, that terrible team that I bet on. I'm a moron, but I'm going to make up for it this week. You go against Detroit. You go with maybe... Maybe the MVP right now in Aaron Rodgers playing as, be- as well as he's played. Jones is healthy. Adams is healthy. They get to go up against the Lions, who are still banged up. Line should be 10. It's 7.5. Give me Green Bay all day shine. Lay the 7.5. I love this. Yeah, I am, I'm all in on this Green Bay team. I think overall, uh, this Green Bay team is should be in the NFC Championship game. They should be Green Bay and New Orleans in this NFC Championship game. Oh. Uh, the way things are going. And, and Green Bay is a force right now because, like you just said, Everybody's getting healthy. Aaron Jones, D- Detroit has the is like the worst against running backs in football. Aaron Jones is going to shred, absolutely shred the Detroit Lions uh, come Sunday, and, and so I'm all in. And that's the thing about this Packers offense is Aaron Jones is just so good that it forces it, it doesn't force Rodgers to be Superman. And when Rodgers can do, it's it's the Patrick Mahomes theory. If you put talent around him and you don't ask him to do everything, he's going to be tremendous. And that's exactly what Kansas City has done with Mahomes. And that is what Matt LaFleur has been trying to do since the start of last year with Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers. And it's coming together. Because all Aaron Rodgers has to do is he drops back, he'll throw... 10 passes to Devontae Adams, and then he'll sprinkle a few passes to other people around the field, and Aaron Jones is going to run over everybody. And Jamal Williams, who's his backup, is still not even a terrible running back. I love Green Bay in this spot. The 7.5 to me I felt was too low. This line should have been 10. I agree with you, Mutt, and that's why I had to jump on the Packers right here at seven, uh, lane 7.5. Rodgers to play action. It's like Jordan to the triangle offense. It's just... I watched the last dance. That's how you know. It works. <laughs> It That's works. the one thing I know about basketball, so I just work it into every basketball conversation I have, and then people are like, oh, this kid knows basketball. And then they, they're like, oh, well, what do you think of the process? And I'm like, I have no idea what that even means. Good so. for you. <laughs> um, and so speaking of that debacle uh, of a game with the Chicago Bears-Detroit Lions last week, uh, I'm actually going to go against the Bears this week. we got the Houston Texans laying a point and Lesson a half. learned, boys. Yeah, uh, Deshaun Watson's been, since, since Bill O'Brien was fired, has been like the best quarterback in football. Except for yeah. the fact that he fumbled on like the four yard line, but at the same time, that was a really bad snap. So it's not all necessarily his fault. Um, but this this Houston team, it's not a great team. But this Chicago Bears team is in absolute free fall. They were five, what five and one, and have just lost every single game since. They just they can't find ways to win a game. Even when they play well, they can't win football games. And so I'm going to take the Houston Texans here. I just think uh, I think Deshaun Watson plays great again. I, I don't think this Jack Easterby story really kind of phases the locker room because I don't think a lot of guys like him there, uh, to be honest with you, so it's not going to really affect them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think Deshaun Watson is going to keep playing otherworldly. Another big week from Kiki Kuti inbound. That's my guess. A DFS ding-dong right there for you. Kiki Kuti is like 5,000 in DraftKings lineups. Uh I don't hate playing him again this week. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Houston Texans laying a point and a half against the Bears this week. And bring us home. Bring us home. Um, I, I see this one. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Last pick. Revenge game. You look at it, you go, oh, my oh Lanta. My but it's it's the Andy Dalton <laughs> revenge game, boys. It, it is the crappiest, shittiest game on the on the schedule on the slate this week. It's Dallas and Cincinnati. Uh, I'm taking the over 42. I don't want to pick either team. Actually, 42 and a half. Sorry. 
uh, the number to me was just too low. They're just two terrible teams, but also two very bad defenses. Andy Dalton's finally in a rhythm, it seems like, with some of these uh, Cowboys players. Zeke is getting somewhat involved. They're involving Tony Pollard. Michael Gallup had a pretty good game last week, or what was it, Tuesday night against the, uh, the Baltimore Ravens. So I actually like Dallas to score some points here. And as, sh- as crappy as Brandon Allen is, uh, he seems to be okay. Like, they're, they're able to score. They've been able to score a little bit of points here. So I think over 42.5 is just, the number's just too low for me. That's kind of my thing. I see, when it comes to total numbers, I think of what I think this number should be. It should be more like 47. It's only 42.5. I'm going to go over uh, 42.5 Dallas-Cincinnati. So recapping quickly, I've got the Patriots four and a half point underdogs at the Rams tonight. I've got the Giants two and a half point underdogs against the Cardinals, and I've got Washington three. Uh, ooh, three dogs I've got. I didn't even notice this. Triple dog, triple dog. Dogs there. are barking. Triple dogs dog are barking. I've got the Washington Football Team three point underdogs at the 49ers. Mutt. Well, I'm going to cause our picks to not have the chance to go nine and zero because I'm going to go heads up against Shime. Give me the Cardinals. No, heads up against John. The Giants. Uh, we're he- we're held handing on other picks, so that cuts it down another one. It's Green Ugh. Bay land seven and a half against the Lions. Then finally Sunday night game of the week. Uh, make sure you are uh, rehydrated, hydrated, everything else for late Sunday. Buffalo minus two and a half uh, against the Steelers, uh, which is probably my favorite pick of the weekend. Is Buffalo laying less than a field goal against that Pittsburgh team? Shot time. Yeah, I just I don't want to root for Buffalo, so I just couldn't pull myself to pick the oh. game. But uh, my three picks for the week, I got uh, Green Bay laying seven and a half. I'm with whole Mutt's hand on that one. Uh, Green Bay's bouncing, or going to keep going strong here. Uh, we got Houston laying a point and a half against the Bears. Going to continue on that Bears free fall. And I have over 42 and a half Dallas-Cincinnati in the Andy Dalton revenge game. Now, how did our buddy Richard do last week? I compl- I forgot about this. So he tweeted his picks at us. He also DM'd us last week, and I, I suck at answering DMs, so I forgot to answer. But he tweeted all of his picks again at us this week. Yeah, he said, and he said, quote, all right, hoping for a better week 14. So I'm assuming week 13 so didn't, didn't do go well. great. Let's see. Like the rest Let's of us. Let's take a look. Pull it up. Uh, he we, should had... call him. we should call him at some point. <laughs> Why the hell not? <laughs> Next week? It's what almost Christmas. Bring him on. We'll bring him on as a guest. We need Christmas a guest present? show. Great for me. All right, that. Yeah, he had uh, a lot of can- – he was all, a lot in, you know in Kansas City. No, fuck it. He can host the show next week. <laughs> <laughs> all right, John. Let's <laughs> not <laughs> week I'll give you guys my picks. I'll take off. He can edit it, too, if he wants. Right, he was post. he was one of the few people, uh, or actually a buddy of mine did this as well. Took the under in New England and the Chargers game and still hit because even though New England scored forty five points, the over under was forty seven and a half, and the Chargers didn't <laughs> score a point. Wonderful. All right. So, uh, oh, Mutt, by the way, I wrote a banger. Did you uh, see it today? Website. The only column I read today was a Gary Tangway column at dot com with Gary Tangway back in our lives. What did you write about? Tell me, I, I got I got a show tonight. It's Thursday night. What uh, am I, I wrote about? I wrote uh, the Jared Goff model is one the Patriots should follow. Your reaction? As in, put the talent around him. Uh, as in, it's not. As in, his, the premise of it was that his contract is not is good, and people think it's bad. But it's not saying he's the greatest quarterback ever, and that the Patriots uh, should follow that with either Jared Stidham or another quarterback out there. I don't want it to be Cam Newton. As long as you didn't write a column that Cam, I Newton didn't say is somehow Cam Newton. Efficient, which I heard a host in our station say. For I don't think people know what that word means. Yeah, I don't think the person using that word knows what efficiency means. That person uh, that, that used that, that word also doesn't know what a lot of things mean. So. That that's a very good point. I will read that and talk about it tonight uh, on Mud at Night six until nine, leading oh, into the first half of uh, Patriots and Rams, which you will not hear on Weei, but you will hear most games. We so should I call in after or or before you read it? You can call nine oh five. Should we do the nine oh five? Should we do the on air yeah. book report thing? <laughs> 
question wh- me on yeah, my we column. Should, we should, yeah, we, yes, we should, we should do that. You should watch a movie, <laughs> and you know, we should talk about it next week. That's and then I'll call in at uh, one to recap the Taylor Swift album. Listen, number one. <laughs> Knee-jerk reactions. <laughs> Oh, All right. So, can I just say one? Th- I, hold on, I'm going to say goodbye to the people that listen to this dumb podcast. Thank you very much. Yeah, there are a million you. gambling podcasts out there. Thank you for downloading. We've developed a couple listening. super fans this season. I like it. Like Richard I actually had a guy uh, hop into my Twitch stream last night. I was playing Among Us, and he came in and he said, "Hey, Shyam, uh, heard you with Keith. Uh, do you have a podcast as well?" And so, of course, plugged the podcast. Said he's going to check it out. So there Ooh. you go. And then he's going to hear Shout me talk Mike. for 10 seconds. If Mike like, listened oh, this oh. week, there you go, Mike. His reaction will be more shine. We yep. need more shine. On more this, shine. So. <laughs> uh, as always, tweet us a pick or picks of your picks or videos of your picks, and we will play them on the show. If Even you if they're do DFS it. lineup winners, I want to see it. We, yeah, uh, Richard, Richard, record a video and read them out <laughs> loud for us. This past week, me and uh, me and Keith gave out our million-dollar lineup last week and won a guy 250 bucks. So oh, beautiful. All right. Uh, so, Mike, you still there? I'm, I'm not going uh, anywhere. I'm staying right to the bitter end today. I thought you so, hung up on it's us. It's going to help my picks. If I stay till the end, I can help my picks. Let's go. Yeah, but it's going to tank the rest of our picks. Anyways, this is a network. One would say a family shine. There are many other podcasts on this network you can listen to, including... The Hashtag Dork Podcast, featuring one Rich Keefe and uh, his his compatriot, Mr. Ryan Davey. Mm-hmm. And off-day podcast, Andy Hart, Ryan Hannibal. Check them out tonight, actually. They'll probably, by the time you hear this, yes. there's probably a new off-day podcast out. Uh, we have uh, Brad Foe Show. He probably had the guy who mistakenly didn't know who Manny Ramirez was on his podcast this week. <laughs> he had Joe Kelly Joe on this Kelly. week, actually. <laughs> that too. No, he actually he actually did have the Red Sox bench coach on, so huh. check yeah, it out. Yeah, Will, uh, Will Venable was a guest of uh, Rob Radford. I don't Ooh. think that's how you say it, but yeah, that, that's the guy they Will had Venable? on. Will so. Venable? Yes, it is. Venable. Yep, and check out the five-out podcast, as what? always. So uh, Basketball Mutt, right around the corner. Mutt, question for you. What should you enjoy this weekend? Oh, please enjoy all your winning bets and all of your week 14. All I want for Christmas (laughs) is you. You. That's what I want. I don't know. That's what we need there to hear. There we go. Woo! I'm just getting some hot chocolate. Ooh, okay, Mutt. Just hot chocolate? Is there anything else in that? Mm. It's 2.5 in the afternoon, Anderson. I'm not an animal. Let's go. Uh, this past Saturday, we all know you're an animal. This past Saturday, I had We're two, two large cups of coffee, Mutt, uh, yep. both both filled with uh, Kahlua and Bailey's. <laughs> Again, that's, that's how you spend a Saturday. And unfortunately, on a Thursday where... We got a big Pats game tonight. I gotta be fresh. I gotta be ready for Pats. Well, so, so that's gonna work. Kick. Well, big big pod today, obviously, because well, every pod. Yeah, a big pod. Oh, I saw. Best, best I saw pods. The best pods. The, best pods. The next pod, but. Uh yeah, that's what I would say. Best pods. The next pod. Based on what you, the prep work you put in, this is. Oh, yeah, we, got we got some stuff. We got some stuff going down. We got that's some major. Someone say, hey, John, put some more effort into this. What's going on? I said I gave myself a kick in the rear. I don't need. I don't need everybody else telling me self. All right, hold on. Hit this note. Hit this note. Santa, won't you play in about another day to send my baby to Christmas? So I don't want a lot. But Mutt, so we got the big Patriots game tonight, and then straight yep. into the Taylor Swift album drop. Yeah, she is. Uh, she is something else. Now, I I don't dislike Taylor Swift at all. I I, I I'm not a stan. Uh, I'm not a super fan. I will not download the album. But 
I mean, she 